podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Talk about a pressure penalty from a man who hasn't always had the cleanest record, but he converts this one with cheek, with style, with coolness. Arsenal snatch it at the death. One. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the same old Arsenal. Back again. Um, apologies about last week. Uh, we missed a podcast. Reason being, there was a bit of a bit of sickness in my house, um, so uh, I had to look after the kiddies while the, the the wife went to bed. Tonight we are joined by Claude, Kenny, Ken, okay. and Lee Judges. How are you, boys? Uh, evening. 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 Mems, mems, mems. How are you, my favourite Turk? Oh, hello, Craig. How are you, my friend? You well? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How's my microphone? Because every week I see all the comments about the podcast saying how quiet I am. So I just want to make sure I'm loud. <laughs> that sounds all right to me. Hear, can you all hear me, lads? I'm not in the I toilet. Hear, I hear you, man. <laughs> superb mic, that is. Superb. Yeah, sounds all right to me. Fantastic, mate. Fantastic. Just, I'm really uh, looking forward to speaking to you all tonight. Um, you, know, we, we, you know, we've got lots of to talk about. Haven't we? We've got the upcoming game against Liverpool to talk about. And we've got a few other bits and pieces. Is, so I'm really looking forward to hearing what you've all got to say. Who's got that music in the background? Is that is that Claude? That's the, that's Claude's ambiance. The ambiance behind Claude. I can't help it. I mean, no, that's all right, mate. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. Is in that, is, is in that, is, is in that um, place in Soho again? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's kick off. Um, he didn't deny it, did he? He didn't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> let's kick it off um, today on tw- today on Twitter we see or yesterday we see uh, on Twitter yesterday that there is a big rumour going around that Monsieur Wenger um, is going to be offered a 25% pay rise which will take his wage to 10 million a year um, and the offer of a two year contract on the table um, I don't really I don't really want to turn it into a, an Arsene Wenger slating um, conversation, but Kenny Ken, yes, a two-year contract for Arsene Wenger with the results you know that have, that have been coming our way. Yes, he's kept us in the top four for the last twenty years. He's he, he's given us an unbeaten season. Mm. He's given us two FA Cups in the last five years. Is that enough to warrant Arsene Wenger a new contract, Kenny? Absolutely not, absolutely not, because the, thing, the fact of the matter is is that his parameters have been set for us being a top four. And you've got people coming out with uh, fairy tales saying that he's, he's, you know, basically he deserves a medal for getting us to the top four. What people seem to forget over the last 10 years, we've had players like Van Persie, Fabregas, Adebayor, Nasri, Kleb, all top-class players. Um, basically, so if you have top-class players like that, you're going to get a top four anyway if you compare them to other squads. Also, he's had a bit bigger budget, and I'm not talking about um, transfer budget. In terms of salaries, he was paying players more than, dare I say, Tottenham. Mm. So we had a better play, player retention than them anyway. Plus, we had a better team, Tottenham retained individuals. So Arsene Wenger doesn't deserve any merit for that. Um, if they're giving him a, a pay rise of £2 million, on what grounds is he getting that pay rise? Because mm. if it's on performance rate pay, he we have we're not even we're no better than what we've been before. He's had a hundred million pounds to spend. 
He still has a conundrum down the left-hand side. Much worse, he's bought a player like Xhaka, and he doesn't know whether Jack is a, a holding midfielder, a deep-lying uh, centre midfielder, or, or in a two. He doesn't know how to use a guy. So, and that's, in my view, um, gross mismanagement. Also, in terms of like um, leadership, his selection that Bayern Munich was a disgrace. I know a lot of you guys were saying that um, Ospina should have played, but in a big game like a European game, you want your best goalkeeper and you want a leader and an experience there. So playing a, a spinner was careless and poor management. Is, is and most importantly, he's lost the players. Mm. The players ain't played for him. You're not doing the basics um, in a big game and it's Bayern Munich. Then as far as I'm concerned, you, you're not playing for your manager. You, you're hanging him out of dry and they did that. So don't believe any of this um, blarney and fairy tales from players like Ramsey about how much they admire Arsene Wenger. They're not proving on the pitch. It's just pure. It's just fairy tales. I mean, Aaron Ramsey, I mean, he could sell, he could sell that, that story to Walt Disney. Mm. You know what I mean? And they can, they can do like, they can do like, you know, you know, bring back, you know, maybe the Smurfs or something, Smurfs 2 or something, or Cinderella, <laughs> Cinderella the sequel, because that was just pure first-class rubbish he was coming out with. Well, I said, I, I said exactly the same thing. Um, I was, uh, I was on a podcast there at the weekend with the lads from Gooners in the USA. If anyone's listening, look them out in um, look them look them up on iTunes. Absolutely brilliant lads, um, Gooners in the USA. Great podcast. Um, and I said exactly the same thing, Claude. I come to you. I said exactly the same thing. If all these players respect Arsene Wenger so much, hmm. then they're not really showing it on the pitch, are they, Claude? Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, if they if they respect, it, they would have put a shift in in Munich the other night. And I thought they were very poor against Sutton as well, although they got the result. But you've got to look at it this way as well. You've got to look at it. <laughs> if it's in the perspective of the of the board, yes, he is doing it. He is doing. Uh, he is doing because he's making them money. Mm, you know what I'm saying? So on the, on, the, on that on the business side, that's what they the board want. If you're looking at it from the fans' point of view, no, it's not. But the, <laughs> but the, uh, as far as the board uh, concerned. He's doing everything they want because what mm-hmm. he's doing, he's raising the revenue, getting us in the Champions League uh, every season, uh, making the money for the board, and that's all they want. And as long as sixty thousand people, forty-five thousand people, renew their season tickets at the end of the season, <laughs> things won't change. Absolutely, great point. Great point. Well said. Well said. I mean, Mems, what what Claude what Claude says there is exactly right. You know, there's such a waiting list bang on. at the Emirates. Bang on. There's such a waiting list for tickets at the Emirates. Um, you know, even if everyone who had a season ticket now did say, right, we're not going anymore. You know, yeah. we, 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 we'll pass on our tickets. You know, there's there's, there's four there's forty other thousand, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand people that will buy their tickets, mate. Yeah, I agree. And Claude makes a really good point. I mean, if you look at it from the board's point of view, Arsenal is, is, is delivering. He's making the money. The money's coming in, and that's what that's what they want at the end of the day. It's the business. From, from my point of view, I mean, my concern if Arsenal does stay uh, stays for another two years, I think potentially the, the the fans who are giving him a little bit of a leeway now and, and saying that yeah, they, he should go in, you know, on, on good terms, he should go at the end of the season. I honestly believe if if he stays for another two years, you will see that slide. Tipping towards a little bit of frustration and anger towards Arsene Wenger, mm. and I think that you will see a lot of that, um, it getting worse over at Arsenal in terms of protest, in terms of banners, in terms of a lot of anger towards Arsene Wenger. So I, my my concern is that if he does stay, I can only see it getting worse. That place will become even more toxic, uh, and I really no one wants to see Arsene 
thing going out like you know uh, be handed out. So I think it will be the right time for him to go. If he stays, I can't see things getting any better. Um, and I think the board have really, really got to think long and hard about this because if, if they do give Wenger a new contract and it goes wrong, they're going to be, have to be held accountable. So it's a really big summer. It's a big decision for Gazidis and for Gronky. So uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want Wenger to stay um, because purely for the fact that I feel that it will turn our fans divide even more, and it will do a lot of harm to him long term as well in terms of his his legacy and what what he's done for Arsenal. Absolutely, Lee. Let's Lee. Let's get your get your uh, thoughts on Wenger signing a new two year contract, mate. Um, well, my thoughts are a couple of things. Really, the first one is I think Arsene Wenger is a very very clever man, and I'll tell you why he's very clever. He's convinced everybody that the um, the League Cup is a, a nothing trophy, so um, we we relinquish our any chance of winning that and the, uh, whatever. And by the time the um, Champions League comes around, we're out of that with the Champions League. The F- what I'm saying is, right, we're out of the Champions League already, but we've also thrown away the chance of winning the Cup as well because, you know, oh, we're resting players for this. Well, when it comes to the last, uh, when the, the Cup comes around, we're, we're, we're out of the Champions League every season. But he seems to get away with it. And it's a very, very clever thing that he does. I have to say, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by his cleverness on that. Um, and he convinces every fan that that's, that's the way to go. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll chuck out the, the League Cup because for bigger fish to fry. Well, what bigger fish have we got to fry? By the mm. time he comes, to, by the time the, the, the League Cup comes around, we're out of the FA Cup. Uh, so we're out of the Championship. We're out of the Champions League. And so we're all, so all we've got left is the FA Cup. And um, the other thing on Arsene Wenger, and I think this is a good point, it was that last... Last season, a year ago today or yesterday, was when we went to Manchester United. Lost 3-2. What has changed? Against the the reserves. Against the reserves. What has changed in the last year? It is exactly the same as what it was last season. Now, in two days' time, and I'm not uh, pumping up my own um, banjo here, but um, in in two days' time, it was that time that I'd done that rant against Swansea. It's a year ago in, in two days' time. Um, and everything that I said in that is nothing's changed. Mm. It's a whole it's remains, gone yeah. It's gone, you know, I, I, I want to know what has changed for us to say, do you know what, Arsene? Yeah, you deserve an, a, a contract. We're still out of Europe. Mm. We're still um, not competing in the league. We've, um, we've actually, this season, spent 90 million more than what we did last season because we spent 10 million a year the year before yeah. the same mistakes are still happening a year later so are we going to be here next year saying exactly the same things and mm. a year after and that's my worry about Arsene Wenger nothing seems to have improved well he's, he's, spe- he's spending now Lee, isn't he I mean so I mean you're right I mean nothing's changed in terms of the tactics on the pitch and the results and the end product but at least now he's, he's gone out and spent big on Mustafi and, and and he's bought Granite Shaka in and he's bought Lucas Perez in as well. So he spent ninety million pounds. So there is some sort of change there, isn't there? You know, the board is giving him the money to spend. So there is a little bit of spend. There is a little bit of change, rather. Yeah. So so what you're saying then is he's wasting ninety million. Well, basically, <laughs> basically, yeah. I'm not being you know detrimental by that. He's wasted ninety million because it's the same old rubbish. We still can't defend. We still concede goals against top 
class sides. I was talking about this, um, funny enough, the other day with, um, with, with another Arsenal fan. Name another team. I, I, I don't mean to tell you that. Name another team. Do you know, like, when we beat Manchester United, beat them last season, we beat them 3 0. Do you remember that? We beat them fantastically. Yeah. Yeah, right. first, first, first off, blitz, first wasn't it? How many yeah. goals did we concede in the corresponding fixture? We lost 3-2. Mm. Right? We're going to beat Chelsea 3-0 this time. What was the corresponding score? 3-1. 3-1. We concede three goals again. <clears throat> Nothing changes. We Defensively, we are not good enough. And it does not get improved every season. Now, I... I let's, let's say to Arsene, I'd love to have a conversation with them, you know, Arsene Wenger. Say to him, like, right, we'll give you a new two-year contract because, OK, things are not too bad if you look at it from over the last few years. A couple of cups, we're staying in the top four. Some teams like Manchester United, by the way, would um, bite your hand off for that at this moment mm. in time. So, I think uh, Chris uh, Hudson said it once. Let's not be ashamed about getting in the top four, you know what I mean? And I think that's a dead great comment. But what what has got to come after that? You know, what, what are we going to do to improve. What are you going to do to improve this side? Because you spent 90 million, that's not worked. Is it that you need a new coach, someone young and fresh that's going to come in and give you ideas? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm all for saying change, but you know, if Arsene Wenger was prepared to change, that could be a difference. But he's not prepared to change, because if he was prepared mm-hmm. to change, things would bloody change. Mm-hmm. And they don't. Lee, can I come across you? Sorry a minute. No, you say, uh, sorry, mate. Can I come across you a minute here? You said what's um, about finishing in the top four is not is is a great achievement. I don't I don't I don't agree with that because there's oh. 16 clubs below us. They've got far less resources than us, so we should be finishing in that in that position. Do you I'm not saying, where I'm, I'm coming? Say, yeah, I, I do say that. I'm not saying that it's an achievement club. And I, I, what I'm saying is, it's something that we shouldn't be ashamed of if we get top four. It's like oh. it's a little bit. Ah, uh, we get top four. You know what I mean? I, 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 that's the bare minimum as far as I'm concerned. If we don't get top four, I get stupid comments, Claude, people coming around and going, now the best thing for Arsenal is to not end up in the top four. Best for, best for what? Who's that best for? Mm. You know, it's certainly you know, best for us. What, do, do, do you know why they say that, Lee? It's bit, sorry, Lee, do you know why they say that? It's because they feel that if, if we do finish at the top four, maybe then we will see the change in the board's approach. Of, it won't yeah. happen, Mims. It won't happen. It won't happen. It's yeah, what, but hold on a minute. It didn't do any harm to Chelsea to finish out the top four. Yeah, but, yeah, but the thing, thing, thing about it, Claude, is that you've got to realise that Abramovich kicks every ball at Chelsea. He's, he's become a Chelsea fan. And he's mm. and what's happened, right, is Chelsea come first. Second, there's nowhere for Abramovich. Because what Abramovich has discovered, and he's very clever in that, and what a lot of Arsenal <laughs> fans don't accept, people who, who are Arsenal Vanker fans talk about financial doping. What? But what Abramovich has discovered is that if you build on the pitch, then commercially, the, yeah. the commercially you'll make money. Like for instance, in America, Asia, Australia, and you know in Africa, Chelsea outsell Arsenal. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they win. The, They're most, they win the most successful. And, yeah, and they win the So and Man City is that stupid Arsenal. Now Arsenal mm-hmm. traditionally are a massive club, but if we don't get success on the pitch, then we're not going to transfer translate that into proper commercial success. We're only, success, we're, only, we're only successful commercially on reputation and for the fact that our social media is the biggest in, is the biggest in the world, i.e. because we got there first, and that more people want to watch Arsenal because it's accessible and because it's near the West End. But in terms of Arsenal, Arsenal Football Club, 
the the thing is, is that the parameters are all the same. They're not football people. But whether you like it or not, you can blame the ballers to your blue in the face. But if you cut up the layers, you look at the results, look at play play retention, look at play improvement, and you look at the tactics and the character of the player, all of this boomerangs to Arsene Wenger. So I don't blame the board. I blame Arsene Wenger. You know why? Because he is the most long-serving employee out of the board whatsoever. So he has to be accountable. Well, hang a back, Ken. Hang a back, Well, I mean, I blame the board because at the end of the day, if, 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 if Arsene Wenger's not doing his job, if any of us are not doing our job correctly, it's down to your employee to, to, to pull you up, isn't it? So yeah, I blame the board. For... But men's, men's, they're not going to pull mm. him up because they're, they're, they don't they don't want... They, all they are interested in is money. revenue yeah. coming in. And they're not Look, Clonk has already said he's not interested. He doesn't care if we don't win trophies. He's not here to win trophies, yeah? He's already mm-hmm. made that statement, yeah? And all these people, they're all the same, in the same boat, you see? Until we get... I think... Also, that's another big thing. I, I don't think uh, getting rid of Wenger is going to be the solution here. Because we we we're gonna we haven't got a ball there. But why not? But, but, Claude, but Claude, why not though? Why not? Because the thing about it, right, is that the, the problem with Arsene Wenger is just that you can't blame the board, right? Mm. If we're losing tactics. Eight, eight, if we're losing eight two to Man United, or if we're losing six 0 to Chelsea, six three mm. to City, losing five one in and getting to the extent that when we play our rivals, who Tactically prepared for our weaknesses and our strengths. Yeah, <clears throat> not even close. But why, Kenny? Just yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry to, sorry to, sorry to, sorry to come in there. Players, you've got to look at our players as well, mate. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. They're not exactly. Who recruited them? Club? Who recruited them? Who continues? Yeah, but also that's because the board limited the wages that we can give these you, players. We can't get the better players because it, the board won't go to the wages that yeah, they but, want. Yeah, but if you get this is right, where the problem lies, right, Kenny. Cool. I, I hear you saying, Claude, but what my argument's always... That's why that. we didn't get Kante. That's why we right. didn't get Kante <laughs> last year, because of the even, wages. Yeah, but even if we got Kante, and then we got Messi, and we, even we got Cristiano Ronaldo, as long as this man, and I'll say, I'm not saying it disrespectfully, as long as Arsene Wenger is in charge of Arsenal with the same tactics in terms of playing one way and not having a plan B, mm. we will be mullered defensively, because what will happen... Yeah. Is that teams teams will bypass their match midfield and regularly get our back four, and no man in the right place is going to stop that. And that's why it has to be Arsene Wenger. He has, and that's the thing. It's not about whether Arsene Wenger spends money. How many players mm. has Arsene Wenger improved? How many players? What sort? You look at the characters of players that he inherited. There are a lot of yeah. like there are now. That's down to Arsene Wenger. The f- yeah. what about the fact that it took him about? Seven years to get a top class goalkeeper. He's never saw mm. that defence. Um, in terms of like, um, like, in terms of like improving players, what about if it's the famous youth system we had? Mm. Youth players have come through in under Arsene Wenger's management. We had players Sanchez Watts has disappeared, Randall's disappeared, Lance at Aston Villa struggling. So, yeah, I, I agree, Kenny. But, but what about if Allegri comes in? Yeah, um, let's put mm. a scenario there. Yeah? Allegri comes in. Yeah. He comes in and the ball won't, and he wants these certain players, but the board won't go to their wages. Yeah, then he has to go to another. He has to get another player that he doesn't really want because the ball won't give him the money to to get get those specific players. <laughs> You're back to square one again. But but what I'll say on that is sorry, Kenny. What I'll say on that just just what I'll say on that note is that look what Conte has done at Chelsea. Yeah, I mean he hasn't really bought in 
any of his own players really, have he? As you know, it's a change of style, it's a change of tactic, it's a it's a new, fresh yeah. approach. I agree. I agree. And look at them. Not had, Good point. Yeah, but also, also, I agree with you on that. But they've not had any injuries, and remember, they also bought Kante, the player we should have bought, and I think it would have made a massive difference to us this season. Mm. He did bring Kante in, didn't he? So I just want to touch on a point that Kenny Ken made um, just just earlier there. Now he, when he talks about how we can beat the big, t- you know, we can beat the small teams, Hull City, West Brom, you know, these teams like that. But Lee, what what is it? Why can't we beat the big teams? What 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 is stopping us? A bit of arrogance, I reckon, as well, Lee. Uh, a little bit of arrogance. I honestly think it's because other teams like Manchester City, Manchester United. Chelsea and that have got players as good as our players or better than ours. So at the end of it, you're not going to roll over these teams. Tactically, you've got to be able to, to beat them. Uh, you know, we are going to beat, if we play Hull, not, just not picking, I'm just picking on Hull or, or a team of that uh, stature, eight out of ten times we're going to beat them. It's because we've got better players. You know, it's not rocket science. You've got to, it's, football is about players. You're, the bet that you're only as good as your players. And the fact of the matter is, that's why uh, Arsene Wenger has never beaten Mourinho because Mourinho comes up with his teams as good or if not better than our, than ours. But tactically, he's much better, um, you know, grilled than than Wenger. He, you know, he, he looks on. at it and he tactically goes right. Well, there's a weakness on the left flank. I'll tell you what, I'll play so and so this game. You know, mm. you go back to Man United. Uh, you know, they used to play against Arsenal. He used to play um, the. the um, the uh, Korean fella, I can't think of his name now, and um, he played Park. He played about two games for them. <laughs> Home and away against us. Never played yep. again. Uh, um, the, the fella that plays at um, uh, West Brom now, Fletcher, he used to put him in there and they used to spoil and muck, muck up Arsenal. The next yep. game, don't matter if they if man the match against Arsenal, the next game they go and play somebody else. We don't do that. Against Bayern Munich, right, we'll, and, I, and I'll argue with any Arsene Wenger in person, where was the tactical awareness of that football team? Mm. It was because zero, mate. It was zero. Because mm. at the end of it, you're not going to have a lot of the play, but oh, let's play mm. Chamberlain out wide and we put like Ozil in there that's not going to get much of the ball. You don't mm. play Ozil in a game like that. You just say, I'll tell you what, I'm going to, um, I'm going to play a, a right, you know, rigid defensive performance and, and hopefully mm. nick a 1-0 or a 2-1 win. And yeah. we, we haven't got that. You know, we had that with Jules Graham. What, what 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 we need now is half a George Graham and half an Arsene Wenger, that sort of manager that's going to take us yep. to both levels. We have not got that. And I'll tell you what, another thing about Arsene Wenger, which is getting on my, it's great on me, and Kenny come up with the fantastic point earlier on about the goalkeeper. You don't do that. It's about making a proper decision, a decision that's not going to be exactly sit right with you. You've got to make a tough decision, i.e. which goalkeeper you go with. I'll tell you what, I won't make a tough decision. I'll say, you can play here and you can play there. Well, he doesn't do that with Ozil. He doesn't say to Ozil, right, I'll tell you what, Mesut, you're going to play all the league games, but Aaron's going to come in there and play all the cup games. It don't happen. I'll give you an an example about Lee. He's um, in the Carling Cup final this weekend, Man United. I see Wayne Rooney on the bench. He's a club captain. He's He's the folk hero. Mourinho's realised that you know that they're functioning a lot, lot better without Rooney in the team, and he's, he's made a bold decision and he's dropped him. Would would Arsene Wenger have done that? Who was no. the goalkeeper? No. no way, no way, he was not. Who was the goalkeeper? Romero. 
Yeah. No, the yeah. final. No, it was the Hales in goal. The Gale. Hales yeah. was in the final. The Hale. Yeah. He was in the final. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was. He made, he made a couple of good saves, yeah. Played his top goalkeeper in the Carling Cup fight. There's no sentiment yeah. in that. Do you know why there's no sentiment in that? Because he wants to win. And he was, and not only does he want to win, he has to win. Because if he doesn't win, the pressure comes on him. Mm. And that's God, it. He has to win. I agree with you. Sorry, Sorry. Um, yeah, because I think I don't know who this is. I was at Cardiff in 2007, right? And we played the, one of the best teams in in probably Europe, i.e. Chelsea, our London rivals, and they played Drogba, Lampard, um, checking goal. Is that uh, when Phil Walcott scored his first yeah, goal? Yeah. Yeah. We, we we had Henri on the bench. Gallas didn't play. We had um, Lehman on the bench. We had Almunia, and we had we had was it Julio Baptista, the Nielsen. Yeah, DRB played well that day. Mm. What can I say? Mm. Eh? And it, and yeah. what can I say? Oh, also, boy, also, boy, you can go all about you can go on about tactics as well, and I agree with you a lot on the tactics and everything. But you can also say it's the players as well. If you if you've got players like. Cochrane who run around like a headless chicken and um, yeah. and not doing their job properly and people and uh, Bellerin and Mustafi arguing and not doing their job properly you can have all the tactics in the world but it ain't going to help is it? You say, do you know what do you know what Claude you're 100% right mate but the thing is over the last 10 years we've had so many players come and go but the problems are still mm. the same so mm. it, you can single out players and say mm. they're not pulling their weight, but these same problems keep on happening over and over again. That's the problem, called mate. Yeah, and other, it, other... it annoys me because you get people like Hector Bellerin. Oh, um, if, if Wenger doesn't, if Wenger goes, oh, I'm going to go as well. Well, mate, well, mate he... do me a favour. You've not actually made it, mate. You've not made it to the top, mate. Don't start dictating where you're going to go and what, exactly. what you're going to do. Make, make, make the top level first and then start talking. Absolutely. You're, you're nowhere near what, uh, the perfect player yet, mate. So. Well, to, what, what, well, well said, Claude. I mean, I, I absolutely hate all this. If Arsene Wenger leaves, we're going to leave as well because you should be committed first and foremost to the club. Mm. You know, if, if Arsene Wenger was to leave, fine. I understand that some players that are a bit loyal to him, but you should never come out and say if the manager's mm. going to go, I'm going to go as well because you know, that's just just, just wrong. Mm. Not just paper talk, to... though, mate. You know, it's. I hope so, Craig. I really do because it's it's, it's quite frustrating when you hear things like that. Because, you know, you, you, I mean, you look at all these players that played under Mourinho at Chelsea, your Lampards and your Terrys and things like that. They didn't turn around and say if Mourinho was going to go, I'm going to go as well. They cut, they stayed and they, they played for the next manager. And they, you know, you, you knuckle down and you, you, you give everything mm. to the club, not a single individual. Yeah, well said. That's, an, that's another thing. If, look, in, since 2006, right, when he, we moved from the Emirates, right, he's changed, he's changed all the big characters, he's taken all the big characters out, right, and signed players that haven't got characters. And that's the big... Because he don't want too many big characters in the dressing room. And I think that is another major fault in him. Because he don't want too many big characters. And I think even Sol Campbell said it the other day. Mm. He didn't want too many big characters in the dressing room. And Sol cool. Campbell said the other day, when he came back to Arsenal, the difference in the players' mm. mentality to the players that he left was completely different. Interesting. Cool. Do you know, and that's do down you know, to the manager as well. Cool. Do you know what breaks my heart as well, mate? Is that... Um... I see Freddie Lundberg leaving in, in midweek. He's going to join Wolfsburg, and he's he's a, he's one one of my all time favourite players. And it breaks my heart when I see these ex players, the players that have contributed so much to the club, and the legends in my eyes, the Dennis Bergkamp's, the Vieira, 
Henri, Lundberg. Why do they need to go to other clubs mm-hmm. in order to, to make a living? Surely mm-hmm. the club should be utilising uh, their skills at this club. And I can't understand the logic of Arsene Wenger. Why would you not want Patrick Vieira in your dressing room or coaching the youth team? Or why would you not want Dennis Burkamp? Yeah, but club? to be fair, Mems, to be fair on that one, I think the job he's taken at Wolves uh, is a higher job than what he's got at the moment, the Emirates. Yeah, I, I think it's it more experience. It is. So that's why he's doing that. I don't think it's because uh, that's down to Freddie. I mean, he's got more of a chance to go up a level and uh, eventually he may come back another, come back in a higher level at Arsenal. But why, why, that's why he's doing the Wolfsburg job. While we're on the subject, of course, Jonker has gone as well. Um, yeah. The youth, the uh, obviously the youth team, I think it's the youth team manager. Now, I find this quite alarming, to be honest. Um, that someone of his stature has actually left. Um, mm. I, mean, I, I thought this man was, you know, I think this man yeah, was. But then again, uh, Craig, uh, then again, sorry to go over that. So he's, he's going to manage Wolfsburg, which is a higher job. You, you can't. It's like you don't expect him to stay as a youth uh, coach at Arsenal when he's got a job, a big job like is a pot. Do you know what? Probably a bigger no, job. No, absolutely, and and of course, and no one, no one, no one is gonna, um, no one is gonna, you know, grieve him for leaving. But I just find it, I just find it quite weird that these little things are happening now. I've, um, I've got a theory. I've got a theory, Craig, about that. Go on. Um, obviously, Dick Law's contract up in the summer. Um, Yonkers now gone. I'm just thinking. Do you think Arsenal are planning to bring in a director of football at the club? So I want to do both the roles. Can you imagine? I, or, are they make, or are they making that role available for Arsenal Wenger? Well, I mean, we, we, we see tonight now, while we're doing this podcast, that Luca, Lucas Enrique has told Barcelona that he won't be their manager next year. Um, we've got Allegri, you know, mm-hmm. has supposedly told his friends. Um, I don't know how much I believe it. Probably don't believe it at all, but it's a talking point. Um, have told his friends that, he, that, that he's coming to manage Arsenal next year. So, Ken, what, what, what do you make of that situation? Well, the thing about it, right, is that, you know my favourite word, at the moment, until we hear something concrete, we've got to see it as just fairy tales. Mm. The only factual thing in, in that is that um, Enrique is leaving Barcelona, and I think that a lot, a lot of that is probably down to the fact that um, Barcelona's um, results... Um, they're training right out uh, Real in the league although well, Real are losing 3-2 at the moment so yeah I saw that yeah, yeah, yeah he just, took, just got a penalty yeah. but surely Ken surely Ken at yeah. the moment with the way things are that's going to turn Arsene Wenger's head I reckon don't Real. you well, it, it, well I hope it does turn Arsene Wenger's head because um, as far as I'm concerned um, Arsene Wenger Arsene Wenger has, um, has turned down a lot of jobs he said that he, he wants to continue to be managed. I understand that his agent is touting his um, you know, will be touting his services if he no longer um, wants to play at Arsenal. But the conundrum is always going to be if we got these play these um, coaches available, it's just down to us and me to. And I use the word not accept. I use the word strong word. Admit that he's not the right man for the job, and it's and we could all. You know, sit here, talk about it. Fans can protest. You know, um, people on TV can um, make their remarks. I still, I still say that unless Arsenal Wenger admits his time's up, we're going to be having this conversation next year, the year after, and that's the thing. He won't. He won't by yeah. the way, won't. by the way, the only thing I believe in the Daily Star is the date on the paper. <laughs> 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 
But so, you know, the Daily Star used to be um, quite a, an Arsenal newspaper back in the day. Peter Hill Wood used to give all these exclusives to the Daily Star. So um, anyway, that's just me. No, but, but I, I think I think I think the I think the thing in terms of like uh, all these managers availability, it kind of blows it out of the water when um, people talk. Whenever you go to an Arsenal fan or a fan of another club, you say, right, I'm dissatisfied with Arsenal thing, and I want him replaced. They'll say, who? Who's available? Yeah, well, yeah. We, first question. Yeah, but look at the situation. We've got potentially replaceable, replaceable candidates out, out there. Mm. And if you, if you're, and the biggest thing that I've always said to people is that Angonia, Ancelotti, since we've had Arsenal England um, in the last since he's left Chelsea, he's moved to about three jobs. Mourinho's mm. moved to about three jobs. Um, Kuma's moved to about three jobs, and even Klopp's moved around. So when you when you talk about um, managerial availability. Since I, since we've had my dissatisfaction, well, since I've had my dissatisfaction with Arsene Wenger, these managers have gone from club to club. Mm. So it kind of blows it out of the water when people come out and say, "Who's available?" It's right, it's, yeah. and they they expect you to just be silent and say, "Well, don't complain then." No, not me, mate. Not me. I do my research before I, I slag off. Do you know what makes you know me, you know me laugh, Ken? As well is um is is that they'll find faults with absolutely every manager that you suggest. If you suggest a certain manager, they'll turn and say, oh, he, he, can he manage big clubs or he's not done it in the Champions League? They'll find a fault with absolutely every manager, but they'll ignore... Um, and what makes me laugh is they'll find a fault with every single manager and we got Arsene Wenger from Grand Prix 8. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, the other conundrum as well is that there's this fallacy um, where they call it, I hear on Twitter, they call Wenger Ball. Wenger Ball doesn't exist. Wenger Ball hasn't existed since 2008. When we had um, mm. that the tiki taki, the tiki taki football. When we had Hleb, we had Hleb, um, um, like Ziggy Fabregas, yeah. Eduardo Van Persie had a be all. That we we haven't played superb. We that's superb team. That didn't win the league. Got yeah. to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Bottled the league. You know, like I said, they lost mm. to the semi-finals to Spurs, six um, two on aggregate. Excellent mm. team, but it didn't win. Mm. Since then, our football's just been. How do I say it without trying to be horrible? It's it's it's, a, it's equivalent of headers and volleys in Andover Estate of Bridgewater Park. Remember headers and volleys? <laughs> yeah, mate. Just yeah. play very well. Great game. Craig, can, yeah. can, can I ask you what what do you think of Allegri? I mean, uh, is, he, is he the manager that excites you? That you think that you can, he can do uh, he can do a good job if he take, takes over? To be honest with you, Mems, um, I'm just looking for a change. Um, obviously, Allegri is 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 the standout is the standout candidate. He's he's his statistics are. I don't normally do stats, but you know, when I've read through his statistics, they're very, very impressive. Um, could he? Could he come into the Premier League and manage Arsenal? I think he could. Um, what excites me about change is, is, and I keep going back to it. I know I keep saying it, but what excites me about the change is, is I look at Chelsea this year. You know, yeah. they, they were down and out last year. They've got rid of their messiah. You know, cause let's 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 you know let's not beat around the bush. Mourinho's their messiah, right? Course, you yeah, you, you saw you saw the reaction to when when he got sacked. You know, there was people were going mental, but it might not have happened. You know, it could have taken Chelsea. It might take Arsenal two years, but two three years. But I am willing to take two. You know, I'm I'm willing to take steps back to move forward. Yeah. Um, you know, something has got to be done. Something has got to be done at Arsenal. I agree. Yeah. I watch. I agree with you. I watch. I, agree with you. I watch us on the pitch, and we're just not the Arsenal that I remember. I've also, I've, I've often said that 
watching Arsenal at Highbury and watching Arsenal at the Emirates is like watching two different clubs. Mm-hmm. It's it's just not the same. There's 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 no passion anymore. There's no aggression anymore. There's no you know, it's all it's all too nice. And yeah, it's it's, it's doing it's, it's, yeah. it's doing my head Craig, can I ask a question? Of course, you can. Um, when you say like, oh, we're going to take two steps back well, with a new manager, what does that actually mean? Because well, what I I'm saying is, what, what I'm saying is, from what we are now, well, I don't think we... well, yeah, true. But what I'm, probably what I'm trying to get at is, I mean, if we finished outside the top four for two years, you know, and well, that might happen this year. It, well, it might do. Um, probably will. You know, I look at it right. I look at Arsenal now, right? I don't think we can get any worse than what we can. Okay. I, 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 you know, we're not we're not a Leicester that's going to be. Um, you know, if Arsenal comes six in the league, that's the worst we can ever get because of what what we've got, the players we've got. I can't see any other manager coming in and, and saying, right, I'll take over Arsenal, say if it's Allegri, and we'll be tenth in the league. I can't see it. I can't see it happening. I, I, you know, even if we put in Roy, Roy Odson, I can't see us coming tenth in the league. Oh, you know like, what? oh no, I'm not <laughs> suggesting we're going to come tenth. But I'm, no, but what I'm saying is, I don't. I, we know there's two steps back, Lark, and are we going to have to be scared of what you wish for? Well, what, 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 what? I, I, well, I mean, I if Allegri get... comes in, if Allegri comes in, you would hope that he's going to come in with with, with new ideas, new, and not just new ideas and new tactics, but he's going to want to bring new players in. Mm. He's going to want to bring, you know, he's I'll going to want his, Yeah, well, that's what I mean. But it might not happen straight away. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's not, you know. Okay. It, it might yeah, not happen in the first season. I'm not having a go here. I'm just saying, like, this time last season, Wenger's done the same thing. Mm. And oh, I know. Nothing. I know you're not having a go, but I'm just saying, if he comes in, you know, he's going to want to put his own stamp on the team. He's going to want to put his own methods into the training, mm. his own coaching methods. He's going to want to bring might his own time. players in. Might take time. Might take time. You know? But not necessarily, though. Not necessarily. No, exactly, because look at Chelsea. <laughs> you know, that's, that's yeah. I think he'll improve us. Yeah, but you look at... You look, you look, you look, put some tactical structure to our team... With the players we've got now, will surely improve us. Yeah, I, think what, yeah. I think what Craig's trying to say as well is that basically, I mean, I mean, we, we are. I mean, you know what you're saying, Lee. It was like, you know, how much worse can it get? But it can get worse. We we could go a couple of years without Champions League football. We could be finishing six. We we'll do that anyway. Members, we do that anyway. You can't tell me that that Champions League football is is six group games. Mm. They're boring <laughs> as anything. Absolutely. They are boring <laughs> as anything. I agree with Lee. Yeah. But they, no, but, but they, but they, but they, the nitty gritty of the Champions League, hmm. we're sitting on, we're watching it on BT Sport. I know, but, but but Lee, there's no denying that being in the Champions League, it does benefit the club. It benefits financially. Benefit me as a supporter, yeah, it no, no, it doesn't benefit you as a supporter, but it does benefit the club because you, you you generate your revenue, you can able to attract more players in the transfer window. So it is there is. I mean, I know we're we're washing it away and saying it's not beneficial to us because of the frustration of being in it and not really progressing over the last twenty years. But as a club, you're getting your revenue. You you know you, when you go and bid for a player, you can turn and say you're going to be performing. In the Champions League, so let's let's be honest, guys. I mean, that Champions League, Mems, 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 but Mems, but there's there's a point of contention there. It doesn't matter whether you've got Champions League football or not. If you if you you've got to realise is that some of the best players and the best talents in Europe and the world are not buying into the Arsenal message. And we've had Champions League football incessantly, more mm-hmm. regularly than Man City, more regularly than top than Chelsea, more regularly than. Um, Man United. Yet these players are buying into the Man United dream, the Man City dream, and the Chelsea dream. You can't deny it. Chelsea and Man United are not in the Champions League. In fact, Chelsea not in Europe. 
But the players like the Kantes, the Ibrahimic, the Pogba's have oh, bought into the, And what they, what what's happened is they bought into a, a manager who has a plan for how he's going to develop their careers. Arsenal Wenger hasn't got a plan on how he to improve players. Another thing as well is that I hear what you guys are saying about the situation in terms of it could go wrong and it could take two years. But we've seen evidence on about five or six occasions where managers have gone into clubs and won the titles in their first season. The best example is Mourinho. Back in the day, Chelsea were like Arsenal. They were the yeah. perennial underachievers. They're the ones who, who, who didn't have the bottle in the big games. Mourinho taught, turned John Terry and Frank Lampard into winners overnight. Now, Allegri, I'm not saying it could happen, but Pellegrini won the league with Mancini's players. Mm-hmm. Conte is going to win the league with Mourinho's players. Mm-hmm. Um, Ranieri won the league with Pearson's players. It can happen. And the oh, reason why it, it could, and it's more likely to happen at Arsenal, because the recipe for success, 70% of it is there. The club is in a financial footing. It's yeah, we're very close. Seconds, and the players are internationals. Mm. They just need another message. I agree with you. I agree with you, Ken. It's a good point. Yeah. I've just got one thing to say about Arsenal Wenger's certain players as well, and I think we've got to have a little look at this. Oh, Theo Walcott, um, players of that ilk. You know, you can put in there Aaron Ramsey as well if you want. Like, are they going to be able to go for a whole season and with their ro- sleeves rolled up and win leagues for you? I don't think they're no, players no, that no. Are bodies are physically, mentally able can to I, do. Do you know what? I don't, I, I don't know if they're that bad or we over uh, expect so much from them or we've hyped them up so much over the years and we expect them to do so much but my my, my, my concern is 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 how many of these players that you've just mentioned Lee the Theo Walcott's the Oxlade Chamberlain's the Ramses how many of them have really developed over the last couple of years under Arsene you know we look at players who have you know look at look at you look at players like James Milner for example you look at other players like you know players at Man United like the Carricks and things like that they seem to step up another level when, and they, 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 when a new manager comes along they, they perform these players seem to be at the consistent the same level year after year after year I don't see any improvement in these players but that is down you to know, the, that is down to Arsene Wenger you, you know, it is, it, of course yeah. I, I don't think Theo Walcott mm. Aaron Ramsey um, are that good I think that we have massively overhyped them um, yeah. Oxlade Chamberlain another one but in fairness to Oxley Chamberlain, the last the last six months, I think, well, the last obviously say the, the last six weeks I've seen him playing, he's, he's improved, really yeah. coming on. Yeah. Um, I've got to say that about the Ox. But Walcott and Ramsey, I mean, we overhyped Ramsey because you know he scored those for goals, yeah, you know, for that one season. I mean, people were tweeting to Real Madrid that they brought the wrong Welshman <laughs> and all this business, <laughs> right? Theo Walcott. Probably living off. He's probably living off that twenty twenty goal season he had um, after Robin van Persie left. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need to. I need to ask this question: Is Alex Awobi yeah, good but enough? There's more players. That's why I'm just going on to. Is Alex Awobi good enough to be in the first team for Arsenal? No, no, not at the moment. Is Francis no, Cochrane? No, is Francis Cochrane good enough to be in the first team at Arsenal? No, absolutely. And, absolutely. And nor is nor is Monreal. Yeah. Nor is Kieran Gibbs. Yeah. Of left back problem. None of them are. And even this, uh, you go on about Mustafi. I think I think he's overrated. I he's think been he's, poor. There's weaknesses, he's, in, hmm. he's, there's weaknesses in his games. 
So mean, there's, there's, there's weaknesses in Koscielny as well. Everyone goes on about Koscielny being world-class. Mm. What a load of rubbish. Mm. This is our fan base yeah. saying Koscielny yeah. is a world-class. Rubbish yeah, is yeah, world-class. Yeah. I mean, even Peter Cech is, 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 you know, yeah. I, I, I had an argument. I had an argument never fell the other day trying to tell me that Peter Cech's world-class. He was, no. but well, he's not no. anymore. Mustafa, we should have bought Hugo Lloris four years ago. I can't believe yeah, we absolutely. never we let him go to Spurs. Mm. That's the biggest mistake. He kept faith with Wojciechowski and all this crap in goal. And we kept faith with all these players. We should have bought Hugo Lloris four years ago. And he's supposed to know the French market, French players, and yet he didn't buy Lloris. Why, yeah, but he doesn't why, have why it to Spurs? Yeah, but Claude, he doesn't agree. have the French said. market to himself now. Remember, you've got to realise that other clubs... Yeah, but and... how does Spurs beat us to Hugo Lloris? How does Spurs beat us It's simple. Hugo's Ligue Caris is getting first-team football. He's promised the number one. Arsene Wenger would not, would not promise and didn't promise Hugo Lloris the number one at Spurs. Remember, we could have got Vertonghen, but Arsene Wenger wanted him well, to play So, you're telling tilt. me that Hugo Lloris at that time wasn't better than what we had? I know, but course, he was better. Yeah, but then Arsene Wenger's comments, if you look at Arsene Wenger's comments over the years... Whenever we've asked questions about buying big players in order to improve us, I don't want to kill the young players. I don't want to kill their careers. Right or wrong? He's doing the same with Do you know what kills me with what, what Arsene Wenger says as well? Is that whenever we've, we've, had a, we've had a performance and Kante plays well, and he'll come out and say, oh, we came very close to signing. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll come. We'll, we we came very close to signing Didier Drogba. We came very close to. Why does he come Rubbish. out and say that? Why does he come out and say that? Mm. Well, does, you know, does he want us to say? Okay, well enough. You know, at least we tried to sign him, but we didn't. I'd prefer not to know. Yeah, he really doesn't help I'd himself, prefer, does he? No, he does. Let's just go back to Mustafi. Do you know his, what his what his weakness is? Go on, mate. the game. She's defending. Yeah. She's yeah, you see, you see, Lee. That's the he's got a play. Good pass to the ball, but he can't defend. Yeah, he's a right back yeah, playing at half though. Yeah, he wants yeah, to be. He wants to be a creative midfielder, I think, doesn't he? Yeah. And I what did we do? It. You say he's a right back. What did we do at Chelsea? What did we do? Yeah. Put Gabriel, Gabriel put him right, right back, and then we put. You know, I mean, I can't believe what I'm. Uh, I can't believe what I'm seeing sometimes, but. Yeah, I know. But you know what? You say you're bad tech. All right. If we get Allegri in, will he get the backing from the ball, though? Yes, he will. I he think wants. he will, Claude. He, he, the he, way, he, the he, ones he actually wants, though. He will, he will he mate, wants. because he's going to be their man, isn't he, uh, Claude? You know what I mean? He's going to be their appointment. He's going to be there. They've got to back him. So the next manager that comes in, I, I honestly believe he will get the boards back in. I, I truly believe that. So mm. the, the, there was no doubt for me that, you know, if the new manager comes in and he wants funds available, he will get it. I'm sure. But it's well, all you, about the board. Heard, yeah, but you say that. You say that. But what about this uh, Sanchez situation with uh, Chips Keswick? We won't go above what we... Sanchez well, should be absolutely... Get what he... You know. I don't think with Alexis Sanchez, called that it's all about money, if I'm being honest, mate. I think, I think mm. to be honest with you, I think if they were even offering £250,000, £300,000 a week, I don't even think he's happy at the club. Yeah, I don't think he's... Yeah, I, absolutely, I man. But would, is, is, would he be happy language? with someone like Allegri or Sampali? Um, Possibly in, in charge. I mean, Possibly. even with Sampali in charge, would he be happy then? Because he's worked with him for Chile, and it so, you know, I mean, it's, it's possible. Called honestly, I mean, that is a possibility. I mean, is that, is that I, a bad thing though? Look, let's just let's just sum that up in in context. Right, Alexis Sanchez is not happy. Right, mm. so what the hell is he still doing there? Mm. What he's going to go. He's going to go in the summer. So, so he's going to go, go in the summer, summer. Then, right? He's not happy. 
for a lot less than what he would have gone this summer. Mm-hmm. What mm. is the sense in that? This, you know, this is someone that's making this. Going about Arsene Wenger, he's making money. Well, he's going to lose us thirty million there because. Mm. Last summer, he was worth sixty million. He's only going to be worth thirty this this season for a year mm, left. Absolutely, yeah, you're right. But let's look at the situation with Jack Wilshere as well, Lily, because he's he's entering the last couple of months of his contract. Exactly. So they've, sent, they've sent him out on loan. He's going to, when he comes back from loan, he's going to be available to talk to our clubs. He's going to be worth virtually nothing. No, no, he's got a year left, doesn't he? No, he's got a year left, doesn't he? No, he's going to be when he yeah, when he comes back. Left. When he comes back, no, I thought I he, he was free to speak with other clubs. No, he's got one year left. No, he's when, got he comes back, when he, when yeah. he comes yeah, when back. Yeah, when he comes back. He's got one year. Same as Oxlade no. Chamberlain. He's got another. But these, these, this shouldn't be happening. These players should be tied up, yeah. Should be tied yeah. up. Tied, you know what I mean? And if not, gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this may care money Ruthless. Ruthless, yeah. Ruthless. It's strange, though, isn't it? How the, how the club's mentality has changed over the years, you know what I mean? Because we 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 was, we was used to sell sort of players when they get towards the 30s. And we've seen Dennis Burkamp getting a year contract. Perez didn't get a year contract, but now that then they started giving players like Rizeki new contracts all year. We're giving Mertzacker a new contract now. Arteta got new contracts now. Um, Benton got a five-year deal. Remember when yeah. Benton got that five-year deal? <laughs> yeah, but, 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 can I just say one question? I've got one word for that. And I, I'm sorry, I've got one name, David Dean. If David Dean was here, do you think this nonsense, this, this no. shenanigans no, no, shambles no, be there? No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Bring back David case. Dean. That's where we should. That should be on a banner. That's you, you know, banner. You know, you know. What yeah, I'm but you to... say that, Kenny. But David Dean fully supports Wenger. So yeah, of course he's fully. Yeah, but oh, David Keane. But David Keane had Wenger on a leash. David Keane was a football yeah. man, and yeah. most importantly, a football fan. And he he had contacts in terms of um, the French market and all over the world. Plus, he had contacts with the FA. What we have now is that we've never really replaced David Dean. Like David Dean was actually right. To be honest, he was to get, yeah, to he get was. foreign investment. All right, he brought Cronky in, but it was actually the right for the club because he deduced that if we're paying for the stadium, we can't be self-funding, so we needed foreign yeah. investment in the team. So he was right in what he did. It's just the way. It's just that the board at that time, you know, people like the um, the the ghastly Mr. Hillwood said we don't want that sort here. Well, yes, Mr. Right. Hill, yeah. but what we didn't want was his sort here. <laughs> I honestly believe, Clint, is was that David Dean was the only man at the club as well that, that probably could overrule Arsene Wenger. Yeah. And, and, or could and, and make he, Arsene Wenger see. Yeah. He was yeah. the only man, Craig, that, that could probably say, do you know what, Arsene, you mustn't do that, or you've got yeah. to do that. You've got and to it, bring it, this it, fella it, in, yeah. Yeah, and I think he'd done that with Sol Campbell, if I'm right. Because yeah, there was, I was going to say that. You know, there, there was. I think I've read a, a bit of a Sol Campbell how he was in David Dean's house until the early hours of the morning. They were negotiating about his salary, and Arsene Wenger didn't want to pay the the, the salary. And, and it was actually David Dean that overruled Arsene and said, "Nope, we're going to pay the salary. We're going to we're going to sign him. We're going to do it." So that's what's missing at Arsenal. Yeah. Wenger has got too much power. He's got too much for him. There's no one challenging him, and there's no one questioning him. And and you're right. All you guys are right. That we are we are missing more than any other player that's left Arsenal. More than Vieira, more than Henri, we have missed David Dean more than any 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 other person since his last. But uh, Bems, I will remind you that David Dean was the man that introduced Cronkier to the board. And it, it was yeah, the right was. decision. It was the right decision, though, Claude. It was the right decision. We needed foreign investment because we were yeah. paying for a stadium. It, if it, if all right, all he did was bring the wrong wrong foreign wrong owner. person, but, the wrong person. He, yeah, he was right in what he did. Yeah, he was. Interesting point, that Kenny. To be honest, um, I've never sat, I've never sat and thought about it like that. But you're dead right, mate. Um, he was right. Yeah. You are dead right. 
So, what do we make of the game coming up at the weekend, then, lads? Um, oh, well, I think Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. are the most unpre- un- un- you know, unpredictable team in the league, other than us. And they I mean, they've, just been, they've just been beaten by Leicester. Uh, Klopp, I would imagine Klopp's going to be very angry about that, um, and he's going to, you know, he's going to have Liverpool really fired up. Of course, he is. We go up there. The we we go up there um, after a two-nil victory against Sutton. Um, you know, and it wasn't a great performance, if I'm going to be honest, uh, against Sutton. Well, Craig, Craig didn't have to be a great performance. The situation is when you go there and get a banana skin like that. You just excuse my French because. You just go there, do your shit, and get the effing hell out of there. Yeah, but we didn't do our you know shit, I mean? Ken, did we? We, we won, though. We, we won, won the game. Yes, we, we did, but it was it, it was poor. It, it was it was poor, but the thing about it is that the, the, the situation there was was is that we we're under a lot of pressure. Everyone wanted us to lose, and to be honest, what what happens is that if you're playing, let's let's not be horrible, but you're playing them rubbish, first class rubbish like Sutton. They reduce you to their level of first class rubbish in terms of performance. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that's what happened that time. Yeah, I, I get you. But, I mean, they could have had two or three. And, you, you know, I mean. That, 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 yeah, that that, is... their final ball, though, their final ball was, was pretty poor. I mean, the time when Ospina presented one of their players with a chance there. I mean, a, a, a Premier League player is, is chipping him from um, 20 yards. That player's mm. first touch to put the. First touch, probably one of the first first touches there. You know what I mean? Mm. It's one of those things where they never, they never really got in the last third and hurt us really, did they? Though. Yeah. Come on, boys! Look, look! Come on, boys! We're nice and rest. They're on the floor, Liverpool. We're yeah, nice yeah. We've got to turn them over. Should yeah. be. But, but we see that we 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 see that Mercer Ozil um, is going to be absent he's, again. He's sick. He's um, yeah. Last night, posting pictures of him and the boys bowling. Uh, mm. Today, he's out sick. Um, <sighs> is he Mesut, sick? You know, he, he, is he, he gets sick? so much criticism, doesn't he? Old Mesut. Do you know what the is problem it, is? I, the, the problem I've got with this with this Liverpool game is that they're so unpredictable. Is that on their day, Liverpool, they can turn us over and they can beat us five 0 but they can also lose to any the smallest club in the league three 0 as well. So you don't know what Liverpool are going to turn up. You don't know what Arsenal are going to turn up. But I've got mm. no doubt. I've got no doubt that that Klopp will have his boys fired up. You've got Mane, who's just come back from the African mm. Cup of Nations now, who's going to make a real difference. And you see on the first game of the season, Harry, he hammered, he hammered us, didn't he? He was, he was, he was ruthless against us. He's going to be playing possibly against Monreal. So Wenger's got to make a decision. Does he stick with Kieran Gibbs? Does he stick with Peter Check? You know, mm. Yes, it's, Peter Cech's got to play. He's a better goalkeeper than a spinner. And I, mm. That's my personal view. But I think in terms of tactics against Liverpool, you know, whenever you play a team like Liverpool that presses you, and in terms of pressing you from the front, I always say, if you press the pressers, then you get past their back four, which mm-hmm. means you've got to match them for match them in terms of pressing the round two. Why help? Why sit off them? Why not we press them? Because if you look at you look at Tottenham, whenever mm-hmm. whenever Tottenham lose games and Liverpool lost games, the common denominator on on Monday when they lost against Leicester is that Leicester pressed them from the front, mm-hmm. yeah. pressed them in midfield, and gave them no right. the ball. So, so you would, I think the first twenty minutes, first twenty minutes, if we'll you're right, I think Vital. We'll, yeah. they'll, they, they'll come out. The if they get an early goal, minutes, we, yeah. if we can hold them for the first twenty minutes, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, but thing, but thing is, right. if you call and hold them, if we try and if we try and hold them and let them come at us, they're going to destroy mm. us. What mm. we've got to do is press them from the front. Whoever plays up front, like 
So if we play Alexis Sanchez up front and he's telling his midfield to come up with me and press, we bloody well do that. Yeah. Because because what you want to do is give Liverpool no time on the ball, get the cop, you know, shattering us, put cropping around a bit of pressure and force them mm. to Because that's how you beat pressing teams. Is yeah, you're right. Action for pressing. Lee will tell you. Lee's a yeah, Lee, 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 Lee um, what are your feelings going up to Anfield at the weekend, mate? Oh, I took a couple of things that I've got. Um, that I, I think there's a couple of interesting points we've got to, got to be brought up. Um, who's going to play at the back? Because I don't think Koscielny is going to be fit. So would you take a little gamble with Rod Holding? Um, that'd be the first one. Or do you stick Why with Gabriel? Why not Murtisaka? Why not Murtisaka? Nah, keep nah, Gabriel. You're all right, mate. Gabriel. All right, but, but what, all right, you're saying that. You're saying that. All right, reason why, all right, reason why I'm saying Murtisaka, right, is that one of the things we complained about is lack of leadership and organisation. But we've never complained about pace. Yet, a player who has leadership and can organise the defence, we're saying, no, he can't play. Why well, didn't he play against Sutton then, Kenny? He hasn't had a game yet. All right, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but if we're, if, if we're going in Arsene Wenger's head, one of the big, our biggest bugbears about our defence is the lack of leadership and lack of organisation. Yet, we're saying we can't play motorcycle. I get all that. I get all that, Kenny. I, I really do. That. I don't understand why, 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 why it's like, no, you can't play. No, I, I get it. Kenny, I'll no. tell you why he won't do it, Kenny. Yeah, because, uh, Kenny. That's yeah. why. I'll tell you why he won't do it. Because mm. he'll think, if he, if he, get, if he, if he yeah, plays motorcycle and he goes wrong, he'll get slaughtered. All right, all right. go through his mind. That's what will go through his mind. I hear what you're saying. All right, you're saying that he's going to get done with pace. But why... Should, why should Liverpool? Why should Liverpool be running at back four? Why isn't the midfield protecting Murtasaka? You we you got loads of players in the Premiership defenders, the Premiership with no pace. Yet their midfield don't allow their back four to get up. Does Vertonghen and all those players like Vertonghen have the variety? Do they have pace? Not really. But them Tottenham's midfield don't let their back don't let their attackers run at their defenders. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, I get. I get what you're saying, Kenny, um, and what you say is completely 100% correct, but I just don't think this is the right game to be throwing Mertesacker into. Maybe not, but you can't, you can't discount that. You can't discount that. Lincoln. If, if we're, yeah. We could have done with Bill Nenny being fit, actually, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah so that's going to be a big I'm, loss. I'm not, I'm not trusting in Coughlin. I'm sorry, I can't. I just... Claude, he's been one of the worst performers this year for me. Mm. He's been terrible. He's, He's overrated. Shocking. He's overrated. Well, I, that's another point. That's the other point I was going to say. Like the, the midfield is a very key. Well, who's, who's the midfield going to be then? Well, Granite Shaka and Cockland. Is Ram Ramsey fit? Ram Ramsey's fit though. Is he fit? He's got to play. He's got to play the ox, hasn't he? But would he play? Will he play the ox in Ozil's position? No, Ozil playing. Don't matter if he's got one leg. He's playing. No, he'll he'll put he'll put a Wobi in the middle. If Ozil's not oh, playing, he'll put no, Wobi in the middle. Oh, that's another point, boys. I, I can't believe he's been playing consistently as well. It, it will be. I mean, yeah. he's a young kid, and don't get me wrong, I don't want to slate him. Yeah, why not? He's not why good not? enough at the moment yeah, no, to be yeah, playing cool, regularly. Cool. The fact of the matter is, is that if he's good in, if he's old enough and good enough to play in that team, he should get the same. Um, forensic yeah, but he's analysis not though, Kenny. All right, I'm going to say. I'm trying to He's, say you're you're saying that you're you're feeling guilty about not criticising him. Why not? He's because he's he, been exposed, Ken. He's been right, exposed. He's, he's, he's been not ready. Exposed. Yeah, but yeah, I say he's not ready. But 
you've got to analyse every player's performance as the same as the same as you do with any other player. And you've got yeah, to think. Kenny, not everyone is like Wayne Rooney. Not everyone is like Wayne Rooney. Can just maybe not, stroll maybe, in maybe, at a young yeah, age and go straight. I'm in. not criticising him, but he's making the same mistakes time and time again. He plays on the left hand side and he's leaving the left back exposed. That has to be know, dealt with. Do you know what I can't? Un- do you know what I don't understand about this Awobi situation is that you look at all our youngsters, you look at all, you know, you look at Jack Wilshere, you look at you look at everyone that's progressed throughout the club. They've all gone out on loan and, and learnt their trade, and you've seen the amount of players we're sending out on loan at the moment. Alex Awobi's never been sent out on loan. You know, he, he's learning his trade whilst he's playing in the first team, and he is making mistakes. But you know, he's he should he shouldn't be exposed to the amount of games that he's been playing regularly. Mm. He's been regularly, regularly been put right, in here. limelight in big games. You know, you have you have to. Basically, you know, Iwobi, you Iwobi, 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 Yeah, but you know what? You know, thing with Iwobi, right? There's two, the two Fs. I'll call it the two Fs, right? If he wants to be a top class player, he needs the two Fs: fitness and finishing. He gets them sorted, he'll be a top player, and I think that's his weak point: is his fitness and his finishing. I really think so. He reminds me of Alex Alex Sleb. Iwobi. <laughs> Oh, so there was times where, you know when you know when Hleb used to shoot, I used to think his leg was gonna fall off. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a frustrating player though, wasn't he, old Hleb? Oh, I loved him. Yeah, I loved him. Did, did you like him, did you? Yeah, I, I loved him. I loved him. Yeah. He has so much ability, but when he got in front of the six yard box and you had the opportunity to shoot, he like shit himself, didn't he? He was the one to pass it. Oh, he gutted when he left. Oh, was gutted when he left. Gutted. He left the money, though, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. He, he left did. the cash. Did, you see, did anyone see that picture on Twitter of him and uh, Andre Arshav and shaking hands? Yeah, I saw that yeah. playing in the lower league somewhere That's, in Kazakhstan or something. Yeah, something like that. Had, had a mighty have fallen, eh? I'm telling you. Andre Arshav yeah. was never mighty, though. There's another, pl- there's another player that was played out of position by Arsenal. Mm. Yeah. Never played in his proper position at Arsenal. Mm. Look. There's a number we can, we can name of Lucas Podolski as well. Yeah. Ken, he, um, Claudie yeah. was never played. He, he should have been playing in a 4 4 2. As a striker, his best finisher at the club, Arsene Wenger even said it. Mm. He, he couldn't track back. Why are you playing him on the wing for? Yeah. One of the best finishers yeah. in the world in his time, mate. Mm. Yeah, but again, and, again and, that, and that's one of the reasons why you can talk about the board, you can talk about the finances, but. At the end of the day, we're in a results business, which is football is, and the all all these layers, right, are boomerangs one back to one man, Arsene Wenger. Yeah. Back to a minute. He's got to go, isn't he? He's, I mean, can, in the ball, yeah, but Kenny, in the ball's eyes, he's a success because he's 100%. making the money, 100%. and that's where the problem is. Craig, is there, any, is, there, is there any danger of us getting someone on this? Podcast who's going to come out and defend Arsene and say that <laughs> listen? Uh, I know on the Guna talk, I might have. Yeah, come do up, we want on the Guna talk tomorrow, yeah. wouldn't there? You know, who's I mean, that? I know, I, I know on the Guna talk, you know, I might have let it go a bit anti Arsene Wenger, but I, in, I invite anyone who thinks that Arsene Wenger is the man to come on with and, and with no agenda against them to come on and, and, and talk. Because you know we we can talk about it till the cows come home that we won him out. It would it would be nice, wouldn't it, to have a bit of you know someone that's going to come on. Yeah, but Craig, Craig, (laughs) but you know when you've done that, that things can go wrong on that, can't they, Craig? Yeah, 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 but they can't on this. (laughs) They've got to be invited to the call. 
Yeah, Kenny, don't go sending out no links. Yeah, yeah. I think he asked you to first, didn't it? Yeah, I know. He did ask us, yeah, but I knew what was coming. Yeah, so did I. Anyway, oh, bloody hell. Just saying about that, though, coming home from Sutton, I had a fantastic conversation with some Arsene Wenger, you know, um, believers. And had a fantastic conversation with what they believed why he should still be the man and all that like. So you can have a good conversation with people. And um, they put their points of view. Well, that's what I want to do. So, if look, if anyone's listening to this podcast now, um, and, and you think that you'd like to come on and you'd like to explain to us, more well, than not, not just more me, more but explain, you know, explain to the listeners um, why you think okay, Arsene, if you think Arsene Wenger's the man, then come on, and, and I can more, promise you, more than welcome, more can, than welcome to you know, on. I promise you, well, there'll be also, no. Just going back to the fan base, I think that's a very important point. This is that. Because somebody has Arsene Wenger, they believe in Arsene Wenger. I don't think they should be pillared and slagged off. I see a lot of it on no, Twitter. Of course not. Should um, be applauded. You know, should be applauded, mate. Yeah, I don't think that's right. I think if you've yeah. got an opinion which is uh, pro Arsene Wenger, it's not what I agree with, but it's a right to have an opinion. And mate, they're more, they're less, they're more being called all sorts yeah. of names and things like you're that. Allowed yeah, to, you're allowed to have Lee, an opinion on Arsene yeah, but that, Wenger. That works both ways, Lee. That works yeah. both ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're allowed to have a, you're allowed to have an an opinion on on Arsene Wenger unless you are Arsenal governor. Because <laughs> that man, is, that account is confirmed troll. He is, yeah. But he's, he's, he's we we talk, but he's doing it well. He's doing it well. I think he's funny. I think he's funny. Honestly, he's doing it well. He's doing it well. He's yeah. do, he does what he does well because he. Well, he's got Ted Baz, he's got more yeah. followers than me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But have you know? Have you noticed, Ken? When he does his, po- he's got twelve thousand followers. But when he does his polls, he only gets about fifty people voting. It's a bit strange, isn't it? I think you should, yeah, should stick to Happy Days when he was. Uh, he was good in Happy Days, <laughs> wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> no, I think you know. You know it is right. I think Lee, you, Lee, you, you've got a great point. <laughs> it's like we've always discussed on this show, right? And. What I said off air is that everyone's Arsenal's experience is different from everyone else's. Like, yeah. Mems, you've got your own Arsenal experience. Claude, you've got an Arsenal experience. Craig, you've got one. Lee, you've got one. And the thing about it, right, is that we all got different reasons for wanting the same thing. I want Arsenal to be replaced. But my reasons clearly are different from yours, Claude. Clearly different from yours, Mems, from yours, mm. Craig. And Lee, I don't know, are they, though, Ken? I don't know, are they? They're probably me. They meet, but then, but yeah, the day you got to realise we've come to the same reasoning at different yeah, times. Yeah. I came to this reason in two thousand nine. You probably came um, one, Craig. You were two thousand thirteen when we lost against um, Blackburn yep. in the cup. Lee, the Lee, cup. Lee, I think you, if you don't mind me saying so, I think you've been coming to this conclusion maybe a lot, lot rec- more recently than I have. I'll tell you what. Two, I'll come to two it, eleven yeah. for me. Two eleven when we yeah. lost the League Cup. Yeah. So no. Birmingham. For me, yeah. it was last season when exactly. he was wow. uh, 10 million on a goalkeeper and no one else. That was it for you're me. A, you're a freshie. I don't care. I don't care who manages our football club. Mm. I don't care who, who's on the board. As long as Arsenal Football Club are winning and I go to Anfield and I go here and I go there and I come mm. out with one games, so I don't give a monkey because mm. do you know what? All that matters to me is Arsenal winning. Absolutely. That's what good I want. Money exactly. good, that's what I want to see. And that's, that's how it should be. That's how it should that's be. That's how we all feel, though, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. That's all we, we all feel that. It's I, a great I, way I, to uh, 
It's a great way to think that comes on tomorrow and says, I've got a two year contract, I'm going to win the league next season, and he goes and wins it. I'm with him. Nothing wrong with that. It's, it's your, Lee, Lee, like I said, it's your Arsenal experience. It's your, it's your day out. It's your money you're spending, and you have to, you have to deal with your Arsenal experience the way you choose. You know what I mean? And that's the, that's mm. how I see it. And I think I've got better than that because you know, you know, experience has just taught me like talk to people like you know, like I said, other people for Arsenal Wenger, and we've had discussions, and they come out with rational reasons. The same way I feel I'm rational about wanting them out. And it's, we all support the same club, you know what I mean? In the end of the day, we're, end of the day Arsenal Wenger's not the most important thing in, at Arsenal. It's an Arsenal football club, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. Talking about highs and lows, do you, I mean, I don't know how many, how you, how many you go back. Do you remember in the space of three or three weeks, the highs and lows of this club under Terry Neal? Beating I was there. Spurs or what? Beating Spurs yes. or what? Art Lane. And then losing to Walsall, and then oh, in the, in the league oh, yeah. three weeks later on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Tuesday night, with hardly yeah. anyone there, demonst- and yeah. a demonstration outside. It have been less than that. Do you remember, remember we lost lot the final straws when we lost? I think it was when we lost to West Ham, West Ham just before losing at home to West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the fans. What do we? Sorry to. Do you remember outside Avenue on Avenue Road? We was outside. Even Shane Hillwood out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that night what after we... we lost the Walsall. Yeah, Tommy, did... Tommy Caton had just signed for us, remember? Rest yeah, but I remember that. Yeah. But you know, you, know, you know, the thing is, right, is that, you know, um, uh, Peter Hillwood was very reluctant to, um, to sack Terry Neal. It was actually David Dean who forced, forced to sack him because he was at the time, because um, you know the Hillwoods, um, like, you know, Peter and his dad, Dennis, they're very much Arsenal men. And I think... Mm. I think the traditionals of the club, I think, as though, although we like to moan about the money, Arsenal Football Club has never been a big spending club in terms of salaries and transfer fees and in terms of sacking managers. It's not never been the Arsenal way. And I think um, there was a Terry Nil out and a Terry Nil in. And I think Peter Hillwood had to be forced to do it. And that was very much David Dean who forced that sacking. It was never, Hillwood never sacked him, never wanted to. The Tobs, eh? The Tobs and the yeah. TKBs. Well, the Tobs and the TKBs, eh? Say that about Terry Neal, though. Like, if you bumped into him on the street now, I'd shake his hand. Oh, absolutely. Of course. I've forgotten that. He was yeah. Arsenal manager, won a trophy. But that, that, when he actually went, oh, I wanted him, you know, it was the worst worst time as an Arsenal fan. But if I bumped yeah, into but... him now, I'd shake his hand. Yeah, I but you know first... what? You know what? Two managers, right? One, you know, he have uh, been both, both covered by one coach. Don Howard done all the work. Yeah, yeah, even did. Bertie Mee. Bertie Mee got credit, but Don Howard yeah. was the mastermind. He was, because yeah, absolutely. Once, once Don Howard left Bertie Mee, Bertie Mee went to pieces. We started being 15th and 16th in the league, and then he retired. With Terry Neal, as soon as Don, uh, with Don Howard, Don Howard made him... Um, was making us because we didn't we had a we had a good side but it was a cup side really weren't it yeah, yeah. under hey, Terry guys, it was a good cup side but we weren't a league really pushing in the hey, league. Guys, I've got an idea and I like it's Ooh, a bit random go right? on Kenny go on go on Kenny. Well, the thing is right we we're all talking about our Arsenal memories right and I don't want to take of your show but I think right we should all raise a glass to absent absent friends and I'm talking about absent friends who made that who are part of our Arsenal experiences like yeah. I'm thinking of Paul Vasson. 
He's Juventus. He's not with us no more. Tommy Kate and Tommy Kate, who just mentioned, is not with us. Jordi Armstrong, Rocky, and Don Al. And I think I think that's what I like about this program is that these five men, they're all part of my spirit. And I think that you know I like a raise of glass to all all five. Kenny, area, area. I like a raise of glass to them and say thanks for the memories. Because Absolutely. without without those five men, I wouldn't there wouldn't be an arsenal for me. And I'm not saying because they're dead, because they're all part of my arsenal experience. And I think yeah, they've all got good memories there. Yeah, and they're all you know, they're all contributed. Kenny, it's just a complete player, mate. I tweeted um, a complete goal player scored at, um, at Arsenal. Uh, he went on an amazing run. I've done a couple of step overs, and then he, oh, he got into the box. He got Thank into the box, and he. Yeah, and he hit it off the post. And I thought to myself, Rocky Roadcastle, that lad, he can dribble, he had pace. And, and do you know what about Lee, about Rocky? Not a lot of people know this. He was hard as well. He was aggressive, he was really, yeah. He yeah. Was, I remember him, him and Stuart Pearce used to go at it quite regularly, you know. <laughs> he was tough. He, and I remember when Graham sort of like, I remember him playing over at Spurs and Graham put him in a central mi- uh, midfield position. He was really mm. hard. He could read the ball, he could pass. Yeah, mm. so much ability that day. Uh, and do you know one thing I really like about Roadcastle? Pleasure Castle. to watch, Rocky Roadcastle. Yeah. Pleasure. And do you yeah, know what, 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 one memory I've got of Roadcastle, Lad, sorry, is when, when it kicked off at, um, at Old Trafford. <laughs> do you remember when it kicked off at Old Trafford yeah. and Nigel Winterburn was getting kicked up and Roadcastle went running over and Les Seeley grabbed him around the shoulders. He would, he would die for his teammates. Yeah. He really, really would. And I think that's... Hey, but there was, there was one before, the season before that against Norwich. When Rocky yeah, Roadcastle, you know, Brian Gunn, he kicked that off was, when, um, when we beat him that 4 was, 3 that, that, was, that was David yeah. O'Leary's um, game, wasn't it? When David yeah. O'Leary broke the record. Do you know, yeah. boys, you know, boys, everyone said Graham's teams were boring, but that team with Roadcastle, Limpar, mm. they were Thomas, fantastic yeah. to watch. Fantastic side. They were fantastic to watch. Do you know, no, do you know I'll were. tell you what, just because it's on the Liverpool theme, you know, I'm going up to Liverpool, um, not with too much confidence, but do you remember... I think it was been the '91 season. We had to go up there and, and we won one nil with Paul Merson. Merson, Merson. Mm. Yeah, yeah, big one. I went yeah. up there that day thinking, think, do you know what? We're going to win today. Yeah. Mm. That was what Jules Graham instilled in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, we, we, I never thought that we were going to go and lose games with, under Jules Graham. I know they might fans towards oh, the end. I, it, but yeah. that, that, I remember going up to Anfield. I'm going up to Anfield this week with no confidence whatsoever. <laughs> but, <laughs> But, um, do, you know, do you know what though? You know, I'd have to agree, Lee. But you, know, no, was, you go what? back to that, so you, you had confidence with it. Both, but it, it. I tell you what, if we did win, we'd have a bloody good go at it. Yeah. You know I mean? like, mm. That's the difference, you know. Do the you know Castles, Thomas's. Oh, that was a great team. Claude's right, you know. That was, you know. Mm. <laughs> and of course, the most the most underrated player, the most underrated player of that era that we haven't mentioned, and Mem's tweeted about him yesterday is Paul Davis. Oh, yeah. what a player. Yeah. He was one of my favourites. Do you know what? Paul Davis, right? I mean, I was look, I was thinking about unsung heroes and yeah. underrated players. And I was thinking about Kevin Richardson. I was thinking about Steve Williams. I was thinking about Edu. But Paul Davis, what a player Paul Davis was. I yeah. mean, that guy, yeah. he had such a cultured left foot. You yeah. know, he could pick out a pass. He used to love these goal-scoring diving headers. And he used to... You know, punch to the air when he used to score. And he was he was hard. And he was... What a, what a player he was. But... Um, That's what he scored one day. Unsung heroes of Arsenal. Yeah, we yeah. Kevin Richardson was for me. Kevin Richardson. Kevin Richardson. Yeah. Stevie, well, Stevie the, Williams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was brilliant. Chris Kiwamia. He made me one, one and only time I've ever cried at football. Go on, go on, go on, Chris Kiwamia. 
Yorkshire when he gave away that penalty, I cried. Yeah. I had all pictures of Charlie Nicholas on me wall, ripped them all down that day. Yeah, that was yeah. that was. Do you know what though, guys? I mean, going back to the Liverpool, going back to the Liverpool um, game. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about when I was a kid growing up. Liverpool were the team they had Rush, Dalglish, mm. you know, Mulby, and we didn't really used to beat Liverpool. But one memory that sticks in my mind is when we played them over at Highbury. And Brian Talbot um, scored yes. a three kick. Do you remember oh, that? And the eighty-four, eighty-five, eighty-four, eighty-five. Yeah, three-one. Hot day. Three-one. Fifty-four thousand yeah. in the ground. What? And he scored a curling free kick. One-two. Did we win two-nil? Three-one. Woodcock, I think Woodcock broke the net when he um, hit with his left Wood, foot. With his, Viv, yeah. Viv Anderson went down on the right and, and uh, Talbot scored a diving header and then Wood, yeah. Woodcock scored. Yeah. But that, that week, and then I remember specific games against Liverpool. I mean, you said the Merson goal, yeah. but I remember Limpar scoring a goal at, um, at, 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 uh, at Anfield. Right, yeah. Well, I'm sorry to come Jimmy, in. I'm, what about Jimmy Hill playing linesman? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to come in because I'm not as. Yeah, I'm a bit before my time as well, that club. I'm not as old oh, as you, lot. Like. Come on as a linesman, don't you remember that, no? Hello, uh, Craig. No. Uh, Go on, Craig. I'm Go not on. as old as you, lot, so uh, sorry about that. But uh, I think my. One of my greatest Anfield memory goals was that one that Perez put in the top corner that, that, that afternoon. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah. What about the cup final when. Um... Ian Rush went in with that record of yeah. every time he yeah. scored, yeah. we'd never yeah. get beat, yeah? That's right. Oh, we, sang that all yeah. Night in the, we sang that in the Gunners Bar after coming back from Wembley, yeah? We sing, uh, one nil down, two one up. We fucked Rush's record up. <laughs> 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 all right, lads, I think we're going to have to uh, wrap this up um, this evening. It's been absolutely fantastic. Another great chat. Um, haven't been... I haven't been quite myself this evening. Um, for yeah, what's up with you, mate? A few personal reasons, but uh, I told uh, you before. I told you before we started, didn't we? Yeah, um, yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're you, Craig. Yeah, cheers. A, a, a few personal reasons. I'm but, praying for you, Craig. But anyway. I'm here. I'm here, and we did it. So um, we did it. Well done. Thanks very well done. much. Um, to very enjoyed. I enjoyed me too. I'm honoured to be in all your company. Thank you, Kenny. Kenny, before 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 we go, Kenny, can you please say Santi Cazorla for me? Us. If Santiago Cafola, Cafola. <laughs> God bless you, my friend. God bless you. Uh, <laughs> my thanks to uh, my thanks to Kenny Ken. My thanks to Claude. My thanks to Lee, and of course my co-host Mems. It's been another it's pleasure, fantastic man. evening. Thanks um, for having us on, mate. Thanks, thanks for having us on, mate. Before we go, let's hope we, let's hope we can get this result. On this any, other as well, mate, yeah. any other business? Any other business? No. Thank you very much, uh, Craig, for uh, for sorting this out, mate. Let's hope we can get the three points this weekend. Let's and hope give us a, a smile about, eh? Hey, but boys, need it. Two, two, one, two, one to Arsenal. Lucas Perez to score the winner. Hey, oh, I like it. Lucas like Perez. It. Oh, I can't see him off the bench, mate. Is he coming go... as a sub then? Is he? <laughs> yeah. I think I'll go. I think I'll have to agree with Claude there. Two one, two one Arsenal. Two two one to the Arsenal. Three one to the Draw. Arsenal. Yeah, I'm going to be positive. It's on, two one Arsenal. On. Two one so Arsenal. We, we got two one two one two. I'm going to go one nil to the Arsenal. <laughs> Same old Arsenal. Same old Arsenal. <laughs> Same old Arsenal. Take the piss. Until the next time. Until next week. Uh, thank you very much for everyone who listens to us. Thank you all for subscribing to us on SoundCloud. You can now subscribe Good to lads. us on iTunes. Uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at Same Old AFC. Remember to follow, follow Claude, Kenny, Ken, and Lee also. And until next week. Up the Arsenal. Up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network.